0: We uh, had an amazing funeral yesterday for Russ Sloboda, and I don't know if some of you maybe watched online, but it was just an incredible uh, testimony of the grace and the goodness of God. I'll tell you, it was kind of a picture of heaven for me. It was like listening to the stories of a person who lived their whole life with Jesus, uh, starting when he was 40, and uh, made a turn of his life, and really, it was just powerful to hear his children and his grandchildren praise him and uh wow how many of you know there's a heritage for our children and our children's children amen so that's a good thing well i awoke wednesday morning and sometimes when i wake up in the morning um i find myself preaching (laughs) and uh my wife preaches at me all the time too but this is a little different and uh So on Wednesday morning, I kind of woke myself up preaching, and I turned to my wife, and I said, I think I'm going to preach the most significant message of my life on Sunday, and I tell you that so that you are listening from moment one, and uh, I just feel the Holy Spirit has a very specific word for the church today and for our world, amen? We live in very interesting times, church, and... um, I believe, and I'm going to just say it emphatically I believe we are about to see the return of Jesus Christ. I believe that this is the generation that gets to see God come. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about the fact that um, in our world today, they talk about essential services. And all these essential services, you know, like this is essential, liquor stores are essential. Um, you know, different, th- anyway, that's kind of a facetious statement, but you understand these are the essential services. And so I started to think to myself, what is essential church? What does essential church look like in this hour? Because, uh, you know, we're going to talk about in a moment that everything in this world is shaking, including the church. And so what God is boiling down to us is saying, this is what is essential. This is what is essential. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about what that means. You know, God is about to strip away from the church the masks. He's about to strip away from the church the worldliness. He's about to strip away from the church uh, all things that do not relate to the kingdom of God. And that is what the moment of history that we're in right now. I believe that. And I want us to wake up this morning. I want us to be alert this morning. And so the scripture that I'm going to choose to share with you uh, is kind of a wake-up call for this church And for this world. And uh, it's found in Revelations 22 verses 10 to 12. Let me read the uh, text to you. And uh, as I said, let's be present today in the house of the Lord. And he said to me, do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book. For the time is at hand. He who is unjust, let him be unjust still. He who is filthy, let him be filthy still. He who is righteous, let him be righteous still, and he who is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Let's pray. Father God, thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you that you have come today to give us eyes to see and ears to hear. And I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that the church will hear what the Spirit is saying to the church in this hour. And God, I pray that you will help me to communicate with authority, with passion, with power. And Lord, to know that uh, the days are numbered, Lord God, and we are in the last moments of history and how ought we to live because of that truth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, the time is at hand. It said in our text, and that word is kairos which means the opportune time or the moment of fullness. It means the fullness of time. That's literally what that word is. The fullness of time has come. And, and Jesus used that word And, and he, 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 in this text. It's basically talking about there's something about to happen, something about to occur that you need to be aware of. The fullness of time has occurred, and the opportunity of the, of the moment is here. And what it's talking about, church, is the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God Uh, is this kingdom where God reigns, Christ reigns. It's the rulership of Jesus Christ. And and, and really, in the first days of history, when Jesus came, uh, created the world, there would be a time coming where the kingdom of God would come. And when Jesus came 2,000 years ago, he said, Repent and believe the good news, for the time is at hand. And what he was saying is, it's kingdom time. It's now is the moment. And so Jesus Christ came on the scene and he brought the kingdom of God. He began to reveal this kingdom that would come. And and, and through his life and through his ministry, he revealed this incredible, powerful kingdom on the earth and he demonstrated the life of the kingdom of God. He demonstrated righteousness. He demonstrated peace. He demonstrated joy in the power of the Holy Spirit. And we all say amen and amen because how many of you know that that kingdom seed came into your life and into my life from that point on. And for 2,000 years, the kingdom of God has been revealed in this world, and the largest followership of any human being in the history of the world is Jesus Christ still to this day one third of the population follows Jesus in varying degrees, and so the call of the, of the kingdom of God you understand we 've seen it, lived out we 've seen it, lived out, Jesus comes on the scene the first time church. He comes on the scene, but He comes as the suffering servant. He comes as our Savior. And, and so we get used to Jesus being this way. You know, He's the one who loves us, and, and He's just for us, and he, and those things don't cease. They're, they're not untrue. But how many of you know He is so much more? He is so much bigger than what we think. And and what He's saying in this text in the book of Revelation 22 He's saying, guys, the fullness of the kingdom is about to come upon planet Earth. The fullness of the revelation of God is about to be here. Do you understand that the the book of Revelation is not just about the end times? It's not just about what people are going to be like in the last days. It actually is more about the revelation of God that people had no idea. Jesus is about to come on the scene and he's going to be so much bigger than you thought, so much more than you thought, so much more awesome than you could possibly believe or understand. He's about to unveil, you know, it's like the Superman moment. He is about to open it up and say, Here I am, ready or not. It's kingdom come time. And this is what the text is telling us the revelation of Jesus Christ, the bigger, the brighter, the holier, the more glorious than you could ever imagine. It's Revelation one moment, church. When the Apostle John hears a voice speaking behind him, and and as he hears this voice, he turns around he sees a man who looked like the Son of Man, his robe reaching down to his feet with a golden sash on his chest. His hair was white like the wool and white as snow. His eyes were blazing fire. His feet were like bronze glowing in a furnace. His voice was like the sound of rushing waters. In his right hand he held seven stars, and the coming out of his mouth was a sharp double-edged sword. His face was like the sun shining in all of its brilliance. And when the apostle John saw him, he said, Oh, hey, how are you doing, Jesus? No, he fell at his feet as though he was dead. And Jesus said, It's okay, John. He put his hand on him and he said, He said these words, Don't all be afraid. I am the first and the last. I am the living one. I was dead, and now I look, I'm alive forever and ever, and I hold the keys of death and hell. Woo! It's Revelation time. It's Revelation 4 time, church. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was, who is, and who is to come Whenever the living creatures gave glory to God and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down, face down before him, cast their crowns before him. Hallelujah. They say, you are worthy, our Lord, our God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and by your will they were created, and they have their being. This is revelation time, church. This is the unfolding of the glory of God. This is Revelation 5 moment, church. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels numbering thousands upon thousands and ten thousand times ten thousands. They encircled the throne of every living creature and the elder and in a loud voice. They were saying, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. To receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and praise. Then I heard every creature in heaven, on the earth, under the earth, in the sea. And all of them were singing and saying, To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be praise and honor and glory and power forever and forever. And the four living creatures fell down and began to worship him. This is Revelation time, church. The grand unveiling is upon the world. The grand unveiling is upon the church. It's Revelation 20 moment. Then I saw the great right throne and him who was seated on it, in the earth and the heavens fled from his presence because there was no place for them. Do you understand this is the moment of history, the grand unveiling? Church, there's nowhere to hide now. There's nowhere to hide. You cannot hide from this coming of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Give me a second. I'm undoing myself here. (laughs) Whoo! Okay, are you with me? If earth and sky are fleeing from His presence, then I'm telling you, the dirt in our life, the stuff that's in our life, it's time to deal with it. It's time to do business with God. You see, it's a Philippians 2 moment. Therefore God exalted Him to the highest place and gave Him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and earth and under the earth, and every tongue acknowledge that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Whoo! You think COVID rules are tough? <laughs> woo hoo Kingdom come time, the fullness of Jesus, revelation time. This is the moment, church. We are there. It's revelation die. Hallelujah. And he says, and he warns us, he says, don't seal up the words of this prophecy. Well, what are the words of this prophecy? What is it about? It's the final plea of God. <laughs> it's the final plea. Get right with me. Turn to me. Let go trust. You see, there, there's going to be a time right now, right now, right now, right now, coming upon this world whether you either live for and with God, Or you did everything in your power to turn away from him, to be self-centered instead of God-centered. It paints a picture to the world and to the church of two different endings. And you choose which ending you have, church. One results in eternal reward for those who live their lives with God and for God. The other reveals the results of eternal punishment and separation for those who turned away from God. This is the hour that we live in, church. This is it. You choose which story you're going to pick. This is it. This is the time when we need to make a decision to follow God. And that's what our text says to us. How ought we to live knowing that this moment of history is upon us, knowing that this is the moment when Jesus is saying, the time's up, I'm coming, the fullness of everything I am is about to be revealed. He says, let the righteous live righteously. This is the moment, church. This is Revelation 22. He who is unjust let him be unjust still he who is filthy let him be filthy still but he who is righteous let him be righteous and he who is holy let him be holy still now it's God saying the world's on its way to hell so church just hang on and you know button up the ark and everything's good and let the dirty old dirties go to hell and 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 we just carry on with our life oh Jesus is coming soon that's not what he's saying at all What he's saying is he's asking you and me, the righteous ones, the holy ones, to live like we are in the kingdom of God. He is saying it is time, church, for you to be the essential church It is time for you to be righteous in this hour. It is time for you to declare justice in this hour. It is time for you to to live in the peace and the power of God in this hour. It is time for you to change. No longer live with your hope in this world. This world is coming to an end. Let the filthy be filthy, but let the righteous be righteous. This is the time, church. It's our time. And God is saying, I want you to live like that. What does that mean? Well, here it is. Let the righteous share the good news in this hour. Evangelize the world. Share the good news. This is essential, church. Help people find their way home to God in this hour. You see, Jesus did not come to condemn the world, church. He came to save the world for for himself and for his father. He came to seek and save that which was lost. And from the foundations of the earth, Jesus Christ was crucified. He died for the sins of this world. Do you understand the wrath of God was placed on Jesus so that we as mankind would not have to bear that wrath. That's what the cross is. This is what Jesus has done. And he's saying to the church, tell the world the good news. They don't have to stand before me on their own. But I'm going to tell you there's going to be wicked and unrighteous people who are going to keep living that way. But there are going to be people who are going to hear the cry of God in this hour and turn away from the wrath of God and receive Jesus Christ in this hour. It's our only hope. It's the hope of the world. You see, our message is this. There is an ark of salvation. <laughs> there is an ark of salvation in the midst of the destruction of this world, in the midst of all things caving in, in the midst of all things being compressed, in the midst of all things shaking. You can put your life in the ark who is Jesus Christ. This is our message. Jesus didn't come to condemn the world but to save the world. He said, "For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only begotten son that whomsoever should believe in him should not perish" But find eternal life, for Christ did not come to condemn the world, but to save the world through Him. But there are people who love their darkness. They don't want to come into the light that their deeds might be exposed. They don't want to show the things that need to change in their life. They don't want the revelation to come. But listen to me. If earth and sky are fleeing from His presence, I'm telling you there's nowhere to hide. You need to make things right with God. And you need to say, Lord, I live with you and I live for you. Because listen, church, every one of you and me included, we're all objects of wrath until we become objects of mercy. (laughs) I didn't just say that. I didn't make that up. Here it is. Ephesians 2. All of us lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ when we were dead in our transgressions. For it is by grace that you've been saved through faith. This is not from yourselves. It's a gift of God, not by works that no one can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, for which He prepared in advance for us to do. And our good work right now, church, is to tell the story, the good news. There's a place to go. There's a place to be safe. You can flee the world. You can flee the coming wrath by being in Christ, just like I did, just like all of you in this room have had to do. This is the message we have to this world Church, listen, not only do you speak the message, but you are the message. (laughs) Do you know what an unbelieving world finds unbelievable? Is the people who claim to follow Christ, but then live like the devil. It's cleaning up time. No more. Let the righteous speak and share the good news. Here's the essential, church let the righteous submit to the lordship of Jesus in this hour. You see, it's one thing to ask and to play, pray the prayer. Church, listen to me carefully, please, I beg you. It's one thing to pray the prayer of salvation and invite the Savior into your heart, but th- that does not mean you then get to keep living like the devil. You cannot invite a Savior into your life and then say, well, I can do whatever I want. Jesus will forgive me. Oh, no, 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 no. You see, that it's Revelation Day, church. It's discipleship hour, church. If we have a real relationship with our Savior, it begins to change our whole life. When he says, Let the righteous be righteous and the holy be holy, he's not talking about your actions or your activity. He's talking about your connection to Jesus Christ, which changes your actions and activity. That's what makes you holy. That's what makes you righteous, is your relationship with the living God. And so God is calling the church in this hour to submit to the lordship of Jesus Christ. If we don't submit to the lordship of Jesus Christ, we have no message. We have no message to this world. Oh, God is casual with your sin. He doesn't just wink at your sin. He went on a cross for your sin. He died for your sin. You see, we need to survey our life. We need to take a a clear survey. We need to allow the Spirit of God to peer in. Where am I spending my time? Where are my talents going? Where is my treasure? What's my testimony? What am I talking about? What am I watching? What is going on in my heart and life? It's time to be honest and, and open and integral with the living God. You see, our lives are in the kingdom of God. We display the peace of God. We display the joy of God. We display the righteousness of God. In the Holy Spirit. I'm not telling you to do something in your own strength. I'm saying you need the empowerment of the living God in this hour. In order to live like the righteous. In order to be holy. But stop making excuses. It's time to let the kingdom come alive in you. Amen. And in me, church... I'm preaching to myself. I'm sitting right in the front row and I'm preaching. And I'm saying, You're you're making it very uncomfortable for me, Pastor Greg. There's nowhere to hide in this sermon. There's nowhere to hide in this sermon. There's nowhere to hide, church, except Jesus. He's the cleft in the rock. When the glory passes by, you're safe. He's the ark on the water. Oh, when the world is swirling down the toilet, you can be safe in the ark. Hallelujah. It's time for the church to submit to the lordship of Jesus Christ. Church, just understand the hour we live in. If you don't get this and you're not paying attention like all of us need to, everything that can be shaken is being shaken, <laughs> which is one of the signs of the end times. Right? Think about it. Media is being shaken. Government is being shaken, school and education is being shaken, Uh, sports and recreation is being shaken, everything in this world is being shaken right now, church, everything, there's nowhere to hide, economies are shaking, everything's shaking, the only thing that remains is the kingdom of God, it's the only place to go, listen to me, the church is shaking right now. Why? Because we've allowed worldliness and we've allowed this this mindset that says, I don't really have to follow God. I just prayed a prayer. I'm good now. No, 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 no. It's all shaken away. God is saying, I'm exposing it. I'm removing it. It's done. It's time that your church begins to pursue me with a fullness and a fervor and a fire that says, God, I'm with you. This is why we pray that prayer. Search me, God, and know me see if there be a wicked way in me, Lord, and lead me in the way everlasting. Church, that's a prayer you pray every day. Because why? Because I have to submit to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. My flesh doesn't want to do it. My flesh wants to keep doing what I want to do. My flesh wants to, you know, forget about COVID-19, it's COVID-20. We all gain 20 pounds of COVID. We understand that because we've got to turn back to the Spirit now. You follow what I'm saying? It's time, church, Let the righteous share the good news in this hour. Let the righteous submit to the lordship of Jesus Christ in this hour. And let the righteous love in this hour. You see, one of the church signs, church, is Matthew 24. Because of the increase of wickedness, love of most will grow cold. But he who stands firm to the end will be saved. And this is the gospel of the kingdom. It will be preached in the whole world as a testimony for all nations. And then the end will come. Church, it's time to love. When the love of the world is growing cold, listen to me. When the love of the world is growing cold, it is time for the righteous to be the red-hot lovers of God. Hallelujah. This is, this is the moment, church. This is our moment. This is the moment when we display the love of God, when we display peace to a world that is saying, what is going on? And you say, everything's good because I'm in the ark. I'm okay. I'm in Jesus. Man, everything's okay in my life. I, I'm fine. God is coming. This world is shaking. It's passing away. My hope is not in this world. My hope is in Christ. It's time for you to love like you've never loved before. You know, the Bible talks about the, the uh, over. Fifty one another's in the Bible. Love one another. Forgive one another. Be gracious toward one another. Carry one another's burdens. Be hospitable to one another. Guys, listen to me. We need to live the one another's right now. What a display to the world of the hope that we have in Christ. Let the righteous love in this hour. You know, koinonia, our fellowship, is a way in which we love in this hour. And I'm not talking about If you don't feel that you're comfortable to come here, that's okay. But you still have to have fellowship. You still have to have a place of submission. You still have to have a place of connection with people. You still have to do that. You have to fight for fellowship. You have to fight for that right now, church. And I know this is true because all throughout the history of the church, this is essential. Church, because even when churches couldn't gather because they broke the law, they still gathered. It's essential. It's essential that we connect. It's essential that we live in community. It's essential that we fight for fellowship, church. Share the good news. Submit to the lordship of Jesus Christ. You know, the Bible tells us in Hebrews 10, in the last day, it says, hold unswervingly the hope we profess for he who promised is faithful. Let's not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encourage one another all the more as you see the day approaching. I'm so thankful that we can gather online, but you know that we're the only province that's allowing church right now? And I know my friends are all meeting underground right now. Just telling you. (laughs) They're gathering because it's the command of the word of the Lord. Anyway, that's a free one. Let the righteous have faith in this hour. Share the good news, submit to the Lord, love, but let the righteous have faith in this hour. Listen to Luke 18. Don't you know that God, the true judge, will grant justice to all his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night. He will pour out his spirit upon them. He will not delay to answer you when you ask for him. God will give you swift justice to those who don't give up. So be ever praying, ever expecting, just like the widow was with the judge, Yet, when the Son of Man comes back, will he find this kind of persistent faithfulness in his people? Do you know what's so interesting to me about what's happening down in the States? And just, I'm, I'm not picking a position here, I'm just saying it's interesting. God is revealing in the church where they're putting their hope. <laughs> Donald Trump is not anybody's savior. Though I would love him to be the president because I believe he would bring righteousness better than what's going to be there now, to be honest with you, but everything is shaking that can be shaken, and only the kingdom of God remains. So God is revealing to us where we're putting our faith and our hope. We need the Spirit of God in, our, in this hour, church, like never before. I can't live this life without the Holy Spirit, and neither can you. And He's saying, would you position yourself to receive grace in this hour? This is why you come to church. This is why you worship. This is why you do Bible study. This is why you pray. God is saying you need an empowerment to live in this hour like never before. Let the righteous have faith in this hour. Here's the last thought of this text. Let the righteous build up their true RRSPs in this hour. See, the text ended with this. Behold, I am coming quickly, and my reward is with me, and I will give to everyone according to his or her work. I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. Church, this is the blessed hope of the church, the grand revealing of our God and Savior. The moment is here. (laughs) He's coming soon. Any moment now, any moment now, and he's saying, if you will live your life for me and with me, you are sending, you can't take it with you, by the way, you can't take it with you, but you can send it on ahead, and you send it on ahead by living for the kingdom of God. That's how you send it on ahead, you send it ahead by living your life, giving toward the things that God wants you to give towards, serving where God wants you to serve, thinking about what God wants you to think about. That's how you send it on ahead. I'm going to tell you right now, God, there's, a, there's an angel recording in the book. Of, of, it talks about the angel of God recording the good works of the people of God. And you may not think this, but it's actually true. He's actually thinking about everything you think about. When you think righteous thoughts, He records it. He says, Oh, they were thinking about you today. he thinks about you know he writes down when you long for the return of jesus christ my wife is building up treasures like crazy i can't tell you how many times she thinks about god the return it's all she wants i always want god to return i just want god to return i just want god to return i try to fake it like um i sure i'm with you no no i'm still too much in the world (laughs) she just wants god to return she wants to give everything away i'm like you're crazy back off sister She's got more Holy Ghost than I do, I guess. It's time to build up our RSPs, church. How are we living? Because we can send it on ahead. We can send it on ahead. We've got to stop playing games right now. It's done, it's revelation time. So, what's the significance of this sermon? <laughs> You know, I said to the Lord, I said to the Lord, Lord, can I just soften this a bit? And he's like, don't soften one stitch of what I'm telling you to say. And I said, okay. So, come back next week. The kinder, gentler Pastor Greg will probably be back. But for this week, (laughs) just think of me as a visiting evangelist. And I don't know, maybe next week I'll be here too. I don't know. It's time to choose. See, this is the significance. Will you live in this world? Will you live for self? Or will you live for Christ? That's the choice of the church right now in this hour. Church, I beg you, I plead with you. God is sifting the church right now, and there are people that are not following God. Stuff's being shaken out of their life, and they don't like it, and they're just carrying on with life in the world. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that. See, we choose which story we will live from from this day forward. As believers, the call is to discipleship and to greater surrender to the Lordship of Christ. Why don't you put that music on for me? For unbelievers, it's a call to righteousness. Make the shift from being wicked to being righteous with a simple prayer. And I'm going to ask you to bow your heads for a moment. If you're here today and you're saying, I, I need to get right with God, I need to get right with God, you need to make a prayer and you need to turn over every bit of control into his life right now. If that's you and you're saying, Pastor Greg, I, I've never really made a commitment in my life to Jesus Christ, if that's you, raise your hand. It's, today's the day of salvation. If you're watching online you've never committed your life to Jesus Christ, today is the day of salvation. I believe that this sermon is going to be replayed and people are going to get saved around the world listening to this message. So we're going to pray a prayer together. And this is the prayer. All of us, if you've ever asked Jesus to come into your life and be Lord and Savior, pray this prayer with me. Father, please forgive me. Help me to live from a new center. I don't want to be selfish or self-centered any longer. But help me to live from the center of you. Help me to be fully holy and righteous because I live with you and for you. In Jesus' name, amen. And lastly, if you're here today and you are a believer, a follower of Jesus Christ, and it's just a day of sobering, a day of awakening, a day of saying it's time to get more Just yield more. Let go of. I'm not telling you to work harder. I'm telling you to let go. I'm telling you to trust God. I'm telling you to say, I need more of the Holy Ghost. I need more of you, Lord. And if you're like me, I raise my hand and I say, today is the day of salvation, Lord. Help me to live for you fully and completely. I want to live as a disciple of Jesus Christ. If that's you, raise your hand today. God and the angels are marking these hands. All of us raising our hands. Saying today, Lord, I live with you and I live for you. Amen. This is what this series is going to be about, church. Essential church. I'm going to take us right back next week into the book of Genesis and look at what happened at the fall, what God wants to repair and restore and build. We're going to look at that all the way through and we're going to start living as disciples who care to a greater degree. Amen? Let's just give the Lord a hand clap today. Amen? I know that uh, I didn't leave you a lot of place to go today. That's okay. Let the Spirit of God take you on that journey. Amen? Let him put his finger on things. Don't try to fix them or change them, just acknowledge them and say, God, help me now to fix them or change them with your strength. In Jesus' name, go in the grace and the peace of God. I ask you to do one thing for me, and that is to pray for me because I have to deliver this message one more time, and it, it takes everything out of me to deliver this message. Amen? Would you do that for me when you're going today? God bless you. God bless you, church. Go in the grace and peace of God.